Welcome to Strength in the Struggle. My name is Sheree and I am excited to share my journey with you. If you are looking for a place to rest, if you are somebody who has poured out to everyone that you know and have absolutely nothing to give back to yourself, then this is your home. I am going to be one of your people. I'm so excited to meet you and I cannot wait to hear your journey about the strengths and the struggles and the challenges that you face also. I hope that this inspires you and encourages you to do something amazing today. Hey everyone, welcome back to Strength in the Struggle. It is your girl Sheree and I am your host and moderator. I am so excited to be back with you guys again. So listen, in this first season of the podcast, we have been discussing facing fear. And today I want to talk to you guys about a fear that we all face. And it's the fear of loneliness. So back um, in the day when I first became single after my divorce, my Uncle Fred gave me a really awesome piece of advice. Now, I didn't listen to him at the time, but it was some really great advice. He said, embrace the loneliness. So when he said it, I was like, okay, so what do you mean? Like I, I was already lonely. I had already been alone. I knew how to be alone. I had actually been married to someone in the military who was gone a lot. And then when he was home, he wasn't very present anyway. And then when he left the army, he worked away from home five days a week. So I had already done loneliness, like been there, done that. Except I honestly really hadn't. Not really. So it is totally one thing to be home alone because your spouse is away But then you know that they're coming home at some point to help with the children and responsibilities and all those things. It is completely different to be alone at night without the expectation that someone else is coming in to help cover the quiet, to cover the other, those responsibilities. And so I also right now am currently in a season of empty nesting uh, for the most part. And so this is the quietest season that I have ever walked through as an adult. And I'm going to be honest, there are times when it is overwhelming and it is very lonely for me. Loneliness is honestly, it's more than just being physically alone. It's emotional, it's spiritual, it's it's just everything. Loneliness is crying silently at 2 a.m., Because you're tired, you're overwhelmed, you're frustrated, and there's no one to turn to. Loneliness is sitting in the hospital with a sick child and needing a break, but knowing that there's no one else that can take over and take your place. Loneliness is is feeling like you have to shoulder the pain of all of your children all at once and just wanting to check out, but knowing that you can't. Loneliness is intensely painful. It's visceral, it's real, it hurts, and we have all felt it. We've all been there. And unfortunately, we don't always handle it well because nobody wants to talk about it. And so we just deal, we keep moving. We work too much, we eat too much, we drink too much. Sometimes we socialize too much or we isolate too much. We vent too much, we internalize way too much. We do too much because we feel like we're too much. And here's the crazy part. Everyone feels that way. 
leaders, pastors, motivators, moms and dads, people without children, single people, married people. We've all felt it. Not one person is exempt from feeling lonely. And we stay in loneliness because we tell ourselves these lies. No one understands. I don't want to burden anyone else. I'll be okay. People will think I'm weak. (laughs) But here's the truth about that last one. You are weak. I am weak. We are all weak in some way. And it is okay. God did not create you to be strong in every area. It's literally not possible. Not only that. But when we try to be strong in areas that are completely out of our realm and out of our sphere of knowledge, we deny others the chance to step into who they should and could be for us. We also deny God the chance to fully be God in our lives. In 2 Corinthians 12 and 9, it talks about how God's strength is actually made perfect in our weakness. Now, I think that is such an amazing and powerful statement to live by. And it's one that I try to remember when I have these moments. So, yeah, loneliness is real. I've had some really dark moments in my life where I've done some things I'm not proud of because of being supremely lonely. But those memories are for another time, possibly maybe another podcast. And so what do we what do we do about the loneliness? Like, how did we even get to this place of loneliness? Why are we so afraid to be alone? Well, God created us for community. He created us to be around people and to be connected to other people. In Genesis 2 and 18, that is the verse where God says it is not good for man to be alone. And so that is when God, after creating Adam, then decided to give him a female counterpart in Eve. So we are created and designed to be a part of community. And that's why being by ourselves often feels very foreign. It doesn't feel natural to us because it's actually not the most natural thing in the world. But where does this fear come from of being alone? Well, I believe that there are three reasons why we fear being alone. And that first one is we don't know ourselves. So because our lives are so busy and we spend so much time doing so many different things, a lot of times we don't even take the time to take stock of what do we actually want to do? What actually could we do if we weren't doing this one thing? I will say for myself in uh, growing up, I always had this idea in my head of who I thought that my parents wanted me to be, of who the world wanted me to be. Uh, At one point, I wanted to be a lawyer, also president of the United States, maybe a Broadway actress. There were all of these things that I wanted to be. But as I got older and began to take on more responsibilities, All of those things and those memories um, in some ways are sometimes foreign to me to even remember and recall that I ever saw myself that way. And sometimes I wonder, how did I get here to this particular point? And I think that there are a lot of people around me in different conversations that I've had with some of my friends that a lot of us are there and we, we don't know how we got here because we didn't know who we were back there when we started. And so we are afraid to be alone because it is scary to be alone with a stranger. And many of us are strangers to ourselves because we don't 
cultivate intentional time to be able to think about who we are, what we like, what we want to do, how we want to show up in the world. And that can be a scary place to be. The second reason that we are afraid of being alone is that not only do we not know ourselves, but the things that we do know about ourselves, we actually don't like. So a lot of times we we show up in the world with this supreme confidence. Many of us do. We show up and we seem outwardly confident to the world. We seem as if we have it all together. Like we we know how to do the things that we are supposed to do, the things that we've been taught to do, the things that we've been told to do. But in all honesty, we really don't like ourselves and we don't want to spend any time alone with ourselves, maybe because either we have some traits about ourselves that we know are kind of toxic that we might need to fix, but it's easier to just keep pressing past those and hoping that eventually they'll work themselves out. Or we have some guilt about some things that we've done. And so we don't like that because we feel like it speaks to a weakness within ourselves and we don't want to deal with that particular thing either. And so we stay busy socially so that we don't have to be alone. The third reason is that it is sometimes it's hard to sit with ourselves and with that trauma that either brought us into the season of loneliness or that trauma that is preventing us from liking ourselves or that guilt or any of those things. Sometimes it's just hard to sit with that thing and to deal with that thing. And sometimes it's hard to focus. I will honestly say for myself, um, it wasn't until a couple of years ago I had a health scare that I could not deny, that I finally had to sit back and deal with some of the literally toxic things that I was doing to my body by pressing forward and moving too much and moving too fast and not caring for myself and doing the internal work. And while that is a very, it was a very easy thing to identify because there were things that were happening inside of my body that were literally, um, as in a you know blood clot, causing my leg to swell or fibroids that could not be denied within my body that begin to exhibit on the outside. That also happens internally when we don't deal with those particular things about ourselves, even though people cannot actually see the regret and the disappointment and the anger and frustration. We can't literally see those things and those words and those instances coming out of you, but we can see evidence of those things coming out, maybe in the frustration and the overwhelm that you are experiencing, even in the excessive busyness that you might be experiencing, maybe in procrastination and lacking time management. It, all of these are ways that we manifest what is happening on the inside of us, that we are having difficulty dealing with some things internally. And so one of the best things that we need to do as we start stepping into that next season and we start acknowledging that maybe this is where we are. Maybe this is why we are afraid of being alone. Maybe this is why I really like to stay busy. The first thing to do to start moving past that season of loneliness and moving from a season of loneliness into a season of solitude is to acknowledge how you're feeling right now not pressing past it, not doing anything else, but just acknowledging those specific feelings right now. That is going to be one of the best ways to embrace this loneliness that you might not even understand or even realize that you've been feeling. Feelings are real. 
And so there is literally nothing that is ever more real than how you feel at any given moment. No matter how irrational it may seem to, to someone else, when you're in that moment, it's real. No matter how much you understand that it might be a temporary emotion, it's happening right then and it's tangible. So don't deny it, just feel it. Now, if you're a person who has just become separated, divorced, experienced a breakup or some type of loss in a relationship, you could be feeling any number of different emotions right now. You could be sad, you could be angry, frustrated, confused, or you could be happy or relieved. And you know what? It's okay. All of those emotions are normal and they are real and it's okay. So if you're sad, don't apologize for the sadness. Just feel it. If you're happy, don't apologize. Feel the happiness. If you're confused, if you're angry, if you're relieved, don't apologize. Feel what you are feeling. Don't rush this part. Just sit in that. Wallow in it. Be okay with not being okay. Be okay with the uncomfortable silence. Cry it out. Dance it out. Sing it out. Yell it out. Talk it out to yourself, to someone else. Do whatever you have to do to feel and embrace these feelings. The only thing that you shouldn't do is hold it in. You probably have already done that at some point in your life, and that's why you are where you are now. So don't hold on to those bad habits. That's very unhealthy, and it's honestly it's super draining. And then the next thing, the next step, and this is very, very important after you decide to, after you finish acknowledging how you're feeling, acknowledge what brought you to the season of loneliness. Was it a divorce? Was it a breakup? Was it becoming an empty nester? Was it leaving the job that you currently have? Wherever you are, address that elephant in the room because that's the whole reason why we're here is why you tuned into this podcast episode. But whatever you are right now, whatever stage you're at, something happened. And so you need to not just acknowledge how you felt at that time, but acknowledge how you felt even in that space that you were in before the loneliness set in. How did you feel about that job, about that relationship, about that loss? How were you feeling while your children were at home before you became an empty nester? Were you overwhelmed then? Were you frustrated? Were you happy that they were there and happy to do all of those things? Whatever you were feeling, what were you feeling in that? Identify it. And those real feelings, not just those feelings that people tell you that you should feel, that the books say that you should be feeling at a certain stage, not the politically correct thing, not the the Christian thing, not the the happy face that we put on everyone else thing, but that real feeling that you experienced. And so what I mean by that is like for myself, when I first got divorced, I went through this uh, phase of trying to be happy and and being on and being where everyone told me that I should be. But as I began to acknowledge really where I had been in my marriage, my emotions ran anywhere from being ecstatically happy and in love to disillusionment to even hatred. And so I actually have never shared that with anyone, but there were moments when I downright hated my ex-husband. 
There were moments when I literally dreaded staying married for the rest of my life. There were moments when I felt regret about even entering into the relationship. There were moments of disgust. But there were also some moments of love. There was happiness. There was joy. And just there, there was there was greatness. There were so many moments where I really felt like God had truly ordained our marriage and that he was going to sustain us for the long haul. Like, y'all, I really felt that. And then there was pain and hurt and anger. There was disappointment. Right, wrong, good or bad. I felt what I felt, period. Those feelings were valid and so were yours. And they need to be addressed. There are some things that will definitely help you benefit. Some things that I am working on and working through myself, some things that I have worked through in, in different seasons of loneliness that I have walked through and worked through to bring me into a season of solitude. And so the first and most important thing is that you should get to know yourself, get to know those those places about yourself that maybe you've neglected and haven't taken the time to acknowledge those things that maybe you have never introduced you. Like this is the time to introduce you to you and get to know who you really are and who you really want to be. Some of the best ways to do that are to even ask yourself some questions that might seem very basic that maybe you feel like you already know, but it's always good to do a self-check-in. So ask yourself, what do you like now? What is your favorite color now? Do you like red? I know you used to like red, but do you still like red? What do you want to do on a vacation? Where's your favorite place to eat? Ask yourself these things. What do you like to do now that you have this time, this downtime in this place of solitude? What does solitude mean to you? What makes you happy? Does reading books make you happy? Does going to the movies make you happy? Does staying home and watching a movie, do those things make you happy? What makes you sad? Ask yourself all of those questions and really get to know and embrace yourself. Take yourself on a date alone. Go to the movies by yourself. Go to dinner by yourself. Any of those things. But revisit your relationship with yourself. I promise you it will be life-changing and you will feel so much better about who you are. And that will make this second step even easier. Learn to love yourself. Now that seems pretty self-explanatory in a lot of ways, but if we're honest, I think we all have something about ourselves. Maybe it's a, a part of your personality. Maybe it's something outwardly that you're not crazy about with yourself, with your physical appearance. Whatever that thing is, learn to love that thing. Don't change a thing. Learn to be happy with who you are right now without fixing anything, without altering anything, without changing anything. Give yourself the grace and the, the, the strength to walk through the seasons that you've already walked through. Give yourself the accolades for that. Give yourself the accolades for walking through those seasons that you've already walked through and that you made it through to the other side. Give yourself the accolades for the boldness and for the courage that it took to stand on your own two feet in this season of loneliness. If this is day one or day two or day three of your season of loneliness, acknowledge that you made it today. Look yourself in the mirror and just say, hey, girl, hey, sis, I'm proud of you. Look at yourself and acknowledge that you are amazing exactly the way that God created you.
And then that last thing that you should do as you are trying to walk through this season of loneliness, as you are walking through this season of loneliness into the season of solitude, deal with your trauma. Deal with the ish and the issues that brought you into the season of loneliness to begin with. One of the best ways to do that and one of the ways that I most recommend is going back to therapy and getting help for mental health and emotional wellness. It is so important that you take care of that part of yourself completely so that you will be healed as you walk into that season of solitude and you are beginning and you will begin to build your community of others that have created places of solitude for themselves. You never want to bring any of that baggage into someone else's place of solitude. So get yourself the the expertise and the help that you need to walk out of that trauma and walk into some victory to help you gain the coping skills that you will need to be stronger, to gain the purpose and the strength that you need to walk into that next season. I promise you that it is worth it. And guess what? Maybe you're saying already, hey, I've already been to therapy. I did that already. It still didn't help. Every new season of life may require you to step into a new season of mental health and wellness. There are often times where I will speak with a counselor for a season and then maybe stop as I start walking in and walking through some of the, the steps and things that we have come into um, to build my life and some skills that I'm working on. And I may stop for a season and then I will go back and revisit it, maybe not with the same therapist, but it's always important that you do that mental health check-in. It never hurts. So take that time to take care of yourself in the way that you fully need to so that you can show up for yourself and for others in the way that you need to. And so just remember, it's so important that you feel the things that you're feeling, but don't just stay there in those feelings, that you use all of these things together, that you learn to know yourself and love yourself, that you deal with that trauma as you're feeling those feelings, that you acknowledge all of the emotions, not just the bad ones that you experience, but even all of the good things too. Acknowledge all of those things that shaped you and brought you here. And it's okay for you to be honest about it. No matter how much time has passed, feelings are going to come and go. And so a lot of times we'll try to avoid what we're feeling because we think that we can fake it till we make it. But that's what got us here. And the truth is, you don't get to a destination until you're actually there. No amount of dreaming right now is going to put me in a, in a beach in Mexico. And no amount of faking is going to help you move forward and be the best person that you can be. So before we go, as always, I want to take some time and pray with you. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for another opportunity to come into your presence, to gather before you, God. Father, I pray that as we walk out of this season of loneliness into a season of solitude, we thank you for the grace to feel the feelings that we we felt, God, to, to feel the things that we may even be feeling right now, that we may feel those things, God, but not stay there in that place, that we may begin to come into a healthier, emotional, and mental healthy place, God, as you allow us and take us through this journey to become the people that you have called and created us to be. 
Father, we thank you in advance for the community that you have already surrounded us with through those that are here on the podcast, praying for each other with God, but also for those that physically will surround us in the place where we are right now that will help to encourage us, to build us and lift us up as we are walking out of this season of loneliness into the solitude season, Father. We thank you, God, that We also are never alone because you are always there. You are always with us. You are always surrounding us and keeping us and comforting us and covering us. So, Father, I thank you that even when we feel alone, that we always have you to turn to to lead us and guide us and protect us. May we never forget your grace and your presence surrounding us in our lives, Father. So today, God, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you and we adore you in Jesus name. Amen. So listen, I am so glad that you came on this journey with me. Again, I hope that you learned something. I hope I've inspired you and I really, really hope that you come back. So if you enjoyed this, if this taught you something, do me a favor and share this with somebody else that you know that could be inspired by this. And then go ahead and subscribe to my channel and feel free to come back. I look forward to meeting with you on the next time. And until then, have an amazing day on purpose, filled with the purposes of God. See you later.